Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. So many of us feel stuck and unsure of how to make positive changes in life. Journaling is a proven way of keeping yourself on track and creating lasting change. The How I Quit Alcohol Playbook will take you through 365 days of gratitude, daily affirmation, and loads of techniques to help you stay on track and head towards a clearer future. Head to the show notes or iquitalcohol.com.au to grab yourself a copy today. Are you sick of feeling controlled by alcohol? Do you want to drink less? Do you wake up on a Sunday morning feeling really anxious and full of regret? I'm Danny Carr and welcome to my podcast, How I Quit Alcohol. Hi and welcome back to How I Quit Alcohol, Soul Talks with the gorgeous Sam Brown. Hey Sam, how are you? I'm excellent. Thanks, Danny. I'm back in Sydney now. So back in the cold and um, trying to love it. Uh, Sucked in, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that. Thanks for the sympathy. No, not expected. Uh, Yeah, a bit of a shock to the temperature. But, uh, yeah, it's good. It's good to be back. And, um, yeah, yeah, Bali was awesome. And, yeah, it's good to be back with the family. Oh, my gosh. It's Ash's birthday. It was Ash's birthday yesterday. So, we're staying at the pass at Byron. It's just amazing. Like just such a, it was an absolute fluke that we're even able to get this place here in the national park, which is just beautiful. Looks over his favorite surf break, but I also told him, gave him the surprise that he's going to Bali on his own for nine days. I've bought him tickets to go over there for a little holiday. (laughs) I know I'm like wife of the year. He's so excited. He's so excited. Oh, that's the best gift. Yeah, I'm so happy for him because he's been dying to get back there and it's been so long. So he's pumped. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. You can't not love it there. Absolutely. It's just there's something about it for sure. Yeah, you cannot not love it there. Well, some people can as we spoke about last (laughs) week. But one of the great things about Bali was that is where Ash and I set up, well, firstly where we decided that we'd quit drinking. That's That's where we were when we first took the 12 month challenge for ourselves, but also where we started to 
start our new routines and our new way of, you know, setting up our mornings and the foundations that we're setting up for ourselves. So that's a perfect segue into what we're going to talk about today, which is, you know, changing your routines, change your life. And I guess this is so important. This is such an important conversation to have. And it's obviously something that I've mentioned in and out on the podcast, of course, about setting up a great routine for yourself or a great practice for yourself in the morning. But really want to really dive into this a bit with you today, Sam, on just just that, you know, how we can set up our morning to really own the day, how we can change things around a bit so we're not kind of stuck in that hamster wheel cycle of doing things the way we've always done it. And I love the quote from Wayne, I say it all the time, but you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always got. So we want to change things up a bit. Okay, I can speak from my experience of I don't like to often go on about how extreme my morning routine is because I don't want to scare people off because my my morning routine goes for about two hours, sometimes longer. Me too. And, yeah, and I get up very early, but it didn't always look like that. So it certainly wasn't that I was doing, you know, two hours of meditation and yoga and watching the sunrise and all that stuff first thing in the morning. It was very gradual. Mm. And so I don't know how it looked for you, Sam, but I guess for me, towards the end of my drinking, a morning routine for me would be eyes open. Yeah. Fuck. What did you do last night? Oh, did you fucking, what did you, what'd you fuck up? What'd you do? And that kind of inner critic would start. That's first thing in the morning. And I'd probably feel a bit nervous and so on and so forth. And years before that, it was just like, bang, wake up. I used to wake up and have a cigarette at five (laughs) o'clock in the morning. That before, as the kettle was when you really need to make a change. (laughs) (laughs) How's that though? Five o'clock in the morning, whilst the kettle was boiling, I'd be hanging out there having a fag. What the fuck? Now look at me. So if you think you can't change people and you're listening to this, yes, you can. (laughs) It's possible. It is possible. But it is possible. Right. And so fast forward, you know, a couple of decades. Or even a doubt. What is when was I doing that? I was doing that in my thirties. Like, yeah. But even when I'd quit smoking, so in getting towards the end of the drinking, it was always the same thing. You know, talking shit to myself. Sometimes I get up and have a good breakfast. Usually I get up and whack a few pieces of toast in the toaster and have a coffee. And you know, I don't know what. Geez, way back in the day, I'd put on the television. watch the news oh my god there's so much I can say about that except for I started in small steps which we'll talk more about but I'd love to hear Sam what how did your morning routine look way back and you know and how did you get how did you start to implement different changes into your routine and and how's that been how's that impacted your life Uh, you know morning routine ritual is everything to me like I don't miss it a day even in Bali up five o'clock every morning it's just something that just is part of who I am now and it wasn't always that way absolutely um you know I used to get up at eight o'clock and you know I'd be on my phone or I'd be scrolling or I'd you know just be wasting time on distractions I'd be distracting myself from myself and getting a whole lot of nothing done and then as I kind of went down this path further it just kind of got clear it was like okay well what do I actually want like what am I actually trying to achieve in life? Who do I want to be? And I, it sort of got clear that, okay, well, it wasn't just going to happen naturally for me. You know, we actually have to have some discipline around taking action and getting the results that we want. It doesn't actually just naturally fall in our lap. It takes yeah. effort. It takes mm-hmm. being conscious of it. 
So that really is like the first step is about getting super clear. Like, what is it? Like, how do you want to feel? How do you want to show up in your day? What would your life look like if you had that, which what you, you're looking for? So I was really feeling into, you know, the person that I wanted to become and the changes that I wanted to make. And I sort of, in that, I was like, okay, so what are the behaviours that are aligning with that and what are the things that aren't? So it was like, okay, so the first thing that went, which is my sleeping in in the mornings, it was like, well, that's not really serving me. That's not aiding my meditation. It's not, you know, making me feel focused and clear and energised in the morning. So it was kind of I had to get clear on what was adding and what was subtracting from the way I wanted to show up in life. And the morning routine, it was really hard for me actually to get up early in the morning. I hated the mornings because I hated the cold and getting out of bed. I just used to like being comfy and it was just easy. And it was, you know, so those first few steps, you know, it is a little bit uncomfortable to set yourself up in a morning routine because, you know, first of all, it's like, well, what do I do? And then how long do I do it for? And then why am I actually doing it? There's all these kind of stuff that goes along with it. But now it's just an absolute go-to for me because what I've seen through my own experience is that by setting my day up with this foundation, with these practices, it just has this flow-on effect for the rest of my day and then into the rest of my life. So it's like if you're taking care of each moment with this love and this tenderness and this supportive nature, then it just naturally flows through everything else that that we're doing. So I think that the the key to it is, as you said before, small steps. You know, you start small. You just start with, you know, a 30-minute, okay, um, instead of looking at my phone when I get up in the morning, I'm going to get up and I'm going to breathe for five minutes. I'm going to meditate for five minutes and then I'm going to go move my body for 20 minutes. Like they're, they're the foundational things, you know, stillness, contemplation and movement are the things that you really want to be tapping into first and foremost, because that sets you up for clarity, focus, energy, vitality throughout the day. And they're the things that you need to help you succeed in whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, whether it's being a better parent, whether it's being more uh, focused at work, more productive at work, you need a foundation, you need something to step from, and that these practices are what support us in the clarity, focus and the vitality. Um, So then it was just super clear to me, I could see the actions, I could see my actions shifting and changing, my behaviour was shifting and changing simply by committing to this morning practice. So it was like I didn't have to solve the big problems that were out here. I just had to simply get up, sit still, breathe, move my body, pray, whatever it is you want to do. And then that was the trigger for everything else just to unfold in a calmer, more clearer way. So it's it's kind of like it's super simple like it's it's such a simple thing like give yourself those 20 minutes to really set the foundation and watch how your life transforms from that moment so it's not like trying to tackle the big problems in life and need to fix all these parts of yourself it's just start with the simple thing of just being with yourself first thing in the morning that's it and the the power in that is just huge to transform not just your day but your whole entire life I love, love, love what you said, stillness, contemplation and movement. Bingo! That's like the the trio there, the stillness. So the getting up and to just be present with your breath or maybe a small meditation, a small mindfulness meditation. And even if it's only a minute or two, it's something. It's a start to get you onto the next thing. And then the contemplation, and for me that's journaling. And then the movement, you know, get out and move your body or stretch 
stretching your body, moving your body. I did a post recently and I may have spoken about it on the podcast about the importance of 15 to 20 minutes of aerobic exercise. So kind of getting the heart rate up a bit, you know, like you don't have to kill yourself, but the point where you kind of be puffing a little bit is great for dopamine, the neurotransmitter dopamine, and to actually start repairing that in your brain, which alcohol has has sort of fried out of you. So we, we want to start repairing that as well. So I think those that trio, stillness, contemplation and movement is just so, so beautiful. Yeah. It's such a great way to start. So I've got my new challenge group just started on Sunday. And the thing I do to with all the groups when they start in the first call is talking to them about changing up their morning routine. And it starts so basic. So the thing I get them to do is, Firstly, the second they open their eyes is to say today is going to be a great day. The second thing, this is before they've even put their feet on the floor. The second is to congratulate themselves on, you know, not drinking yesterday and just just congratulate yourself. Just give yourself a bit of a, you know, a high five. And then the third thing is take one, just one, because we'll lead on to you know, bigger breath practices when they start the breath practice with you, when that comes into the challenge or as we teach meditation and whatnot throughout the challenge. But the first step here as we start is just to take one big conscious breath. Mm. Go to the loo, do what you do, come back and just write three things you're grateful for. I mean, and that's such a great start. And for, for us, we think, oh, that's nothing. But for people that have never done this sort of thing before, I mean, even that's huge. Even that yeah. can be really difficult, but it's such a good start. Start it's somewhere. Such a good start. And you've got to break the habit of being the person that you were. If you want to make changes, you have to break the habits of who Boom. you were. Say so it again. Say it again. Breaking the habit of being yourself or be- breaking the habit of being who you were. If you want to make change, you have yes. to do things differently. And that starts by small steps. And this is where people get unstuck is like trying to bite off too much that they can chew and then it gets overwhelming and it gets put in the too hard basket and then it's like, oh, I'm not that person. It's not for me. It's too hard. It's too much. But when you, and this is what you said, just something you said before too, is like when you make these small changes, celebrate the small victories. I'm all for celebrating the small victories. Have that moment of like, yes, I've done seven days of getting up at 5.30 a.m. and I sat for five minutes. Far out, how good am I? Like just yes. celebrate those moments because that helps give you the momentum to keep going. Oh, absolutely. And what you just said just previous to that was that don't overwhelm yourself. Don't make it too much. Don't be like, I've got to be like Danny and Sam and do two hours of morning practice every morning because you're just setting yourself up for failure. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like be we both where said, you, are. you, you yeah. have to be where you are. To move forward, you have to know where you're at. Yes. And then from that place, move forward. There's no point trying to be somewhere where you're not. You know, if you're not used to meditating for 20 minutes, don't try and be there because it's not going to be successful for you. Just be where you're at and be okay with that and just honour. Like ask yourself, what feels right for me in this moment? Okay, five minutes of stillness. Cool. I'm going to start with that. Start there. And then you'll Mm -hmm. see it just, again, it's not this trying to get anywhere else. It just naturally starts to happen. Mm -hmm. Once you get the momentum moving, the energy flowing in the body and you start, you know, little things will change. You start to feel better. You start to see better. You see more. You feel more. You hear more. You absorb more. And then from that, it's like more things open up and then it's the next thing. And then a book pops up and then a podcast and then, and then, you know, that it naturally you become in this beautiful flow of life. You take the pressure mm. of having to fix or change anything. You just simply be with yourself and wait for the guidance. And then you just, you go with the flow. 
100%. The other thing is too, if you take on more than you can, more than you can handle or more than you're ready for, it sets you up for another, like it sets you up for failure and another reason to give yourself shit. It's another reason to put yourself down. You're told you you're a failure. I told you you can't do it. You, you're useless, blah, 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 blah. That's why I think, you know, these small habits. And in the book, I think it was BJ Fogg wrote Tiny Habits. In his book where he talks about tiny, tiny, tiny little, little itty-bitty things that you can do to start you off in the day, you know, or to, to change your habits. It doesn't have to be like I'm going to do 100 sit-ups a day. Start with 10. <laughs> Yeah. And then and then see, but you get to the tenth one, and you congratulate yourself. You say, "Well done." If you feel like doing more after that, good on you. But just get to the ten. Like get to so set yourself some small tasks that are super achievable. So when we're talking about stillness, this is one thing, and I'm sure you'd agree, Sam. You don't need a, you don't need this big meditation practice where you need to set yourself up on a hill and sit in a certain way and hold your hands just so. All you need to do is follow your breath. You can close your eyes and just follow your breath. Feel it go in and out and the mind wanders. Come back to the breath in and out. Watch it go in and out. And then the mind wanders. What am I going to do? What am I going to do after pick up the kids from school? What am I going to cook for breakfast? What are the fucking things? Come back to the breath. Oh, she's such a bitch. What the way she looked at me and said, why didn't that mum text me? Why didn't they like my thing on Facebook? Back to the breath. Back to the breath. <laughs> Always back to the breath. And the inhale. Yeah is the open and expansion. So as you inhale, open, expand. And as you exhale, even at the top of that inhale, just hold for a moment. You almost feel the tension gather. And then as you let the breath out, that's just a release. It's a release in the body, the mind, the spirit. Just let everything fall out. Mm. And as you inhale, open, expand. And as you exhale, just soften, let everything fall back out. And that in itself is just so deeply calming, creates some Mm. space, some clarity. And as I talk about all that all the time, is that in that moment when we create that space, it's in that little moment that we get to see, you know, and make choices from that place as, a, as opposed to the noise in the mind and the, the confusion and the struggle. We come into another place where it's like, oh, from here I can make different choices. And those different choices are what set us up for achieving mm-hmm. the goals that we want to make or achieve in life. Mm-hmm. But we need space, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just giving yourself that minute just to kind of, yeah, slow down and, you know, just bring it on in, you know, just bring it to the center for a moment. And then, like you say, then you can make great decisions from there. Yeah. And And being aware too that, um, you know, change at the start, like creating morning habit, you know, it can feel hard. It can feel messy at the start. And it's kind of like honoring that a little bit too and being okay. But just know that, you know, it's, it's kind of hard at the start. It's a little bit messy in the middle as you're figuring it all out. But the reward is this glorious, like natural transformation that starts to flow through your life. And it just starts to become your natural state and how you are. Like, as I said, my morning practice is just, it's just how I live. It's not something I have to get up and do. It's just how I choose to be now. So it will become that eventually. But, you know, at the the start, it will take some commitment and some dedication to yourself, you know, and know that you deserve it. You know, no one's going to give this to you. And this truly is a gift to yourself. This time and this stillness and this love and this care, this nurturing is all there to help you achieve your your highest purpose. And no one is ever going to give that to you. You have to make the choice. Um, So honouring that too, like each time you sit down, you've honoured that moment to take time for you and that in itself is so powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And giving yourself the gift. I love that. You know, it's not something that I 
got to do this and you know and sometimes I'll work with people like oh I haven't been doing it and I think why not give yourself the gift of this and I I know why because there's there's a pattern of self-sabotaging there most likely for, for some people and they're not prioritizing themselves clearly they're not putting themselves high enough or seeing themselves as being worthy enough to take this time to actually dedicate just to themselves and even if it's you know, you can't sit there for five minutes, really? Five minutes, yeah. you know, because who's I'm, in control of your life then? If you can, if you haven't got five minutes, you know, who's really in control? Five That's... minutes, it's nothing. So if you can't dedicate five minutes to yourself for a bit of stillness, something's wrong there. So that's worth looking into as well. And I, I, Look, and it does take some discipline at first, especially if you're not used to it. And you said that word earlier, Sam, you said, you know, discipline. And there is a bit of discipline required when you're not used to something because our subconscious mind wants to take us back to our old patterns that it's just so used to, you know, it's comfortable there. I'm used to getting out and having my durry and my coffee and yeah, <laughs> licking on the sunrise. The unconscious programming is so strong in us. Like if you think about, um, you know, like your computer programming and it's been running the same program and it's, you know, been doing good, but, you know, everything's always upgrading. So mm. it's kind of like this opportunity to look within and it's like, is it is it time for an upgrade? Are these programs, these behaviours, these patterns, these things that I'm choosing to do, are they serving me? Like you've got to come back to that question because that'll be the trigger for change as well. It's like if you ask yourself the question, you know, is this cigarette in the morning serving me? Uh, actually, it's not. So there's your answer and there's your trigger to make the change. Um, mm. And it's that constant realignment. It's just like, well, it served me for maybe some part of my life. But if you are willing to wanting to make change, you know, knowing, getting clear on what that change is and, and how you want to show up, but just keep coming back into that balance of is this behavior in alignment? Is this lifting me up or is this bringing me down? Is the sleeping, is that serving me or is that, you know, and sometimes mm-hmm. sleeping is serving you and that's totally fine. But just kind of having this internal dialogue with ourselves to go, okay, is this what's good for me or is that, you know? So we are constantly in this reflection with ourselves of uplifting ourselves to this higher level of being and showing up instead of being in that unconscious patterns of the past that we just loop through and we don't even know that we're doing it. That's why I keep saying it's so important to get very clear on what it is you want. What's the change? What do you want? What are you trying to do here? What part Mm. of your life do you want to change? Get very, very clear about that because Mm. you need to know where you are so you can make the changes to move from that place. But if you're still just looping through the same behaviors and patterns, you'll just keep doing the same thing. You've got to put in this circuit breaker, you know, to to break the patterns and then, and start again. Yeah. System and upgrade, make the changes and, um, you know, your whole life will be rewarded from that. You know, life rewards our positive um, actions. Mm, it really does. And it's sort of, you know, what we were talking about a, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I've been last week, uh, about love and loving ourselves and the, the choices that we make in the morning, asking ourselves, is this, is this the most loving thing I can do for myself right now? And most of the time, if you're getting up and, you know, just, whacking a dari in your mouth and chucking the news on is probably not the most loving thing that you can do for yourself. So another thing I would really, like I would, anyone that's listening, please turn the news off. Don't have the news on in the morning. It's one of the worst things you can do for your nervous system. And if you don't believe me, I think tune in and feel how the body feels when that's on and just notice any negative messaging or notice how many times it will come up in the five minutes that you might have it on. And I noticed that when I say other people's houses or 
you know, I would have, I've stayed at, um, when I was down with like staying with my parents uh, over a year ago and, you know, my mom would put the TV on, the TV was always on. Like first thing when you go around there, the TV's on with the news and it's just like, oh, it's so negative. So that is not a good way to start your day. Definitely not. Listening to that negative messaging, the fear-based messaging, it's, you just don't need it. You do not need it. You'll find out the information you need to find out if you need need to find it out. Yeah. (laughs) Believe me. When you think about it, you know, you can tune into the problems of the world or if you come back to the simple feeling that, you know, in our own mind, you have something between 50 and 70,000 thoughts a day and 95% of those are repeated thoughts. Mm-hmm. So when you think about that, you've got a lot of your own internal stuff to work out before you start investing in the problems <laughs> of the world. So, Absolutely. you know, instead of putting all your focus out there and like what's going on here and what's going on there, you know, there's a lot going on internally with you mm-hmm. that needs your attention. Mm-hmm. The new doesn't need your attention. You need yeah. your attention. Because then when you're clear and um, calm and focused within yourself, then you know right action. Right action just spontaneously appears. You know, it's not how do I figure this out or how do I do this or what am I going to do about that problem? When you're in this space of the heart, right action appears. There's just this deep knowing that comes up and you move from that place. So keep that in mind. You know, there's a lot going on. When you imagine 50, 70,000, when I learned that, I was like, how can we have that many thoughts? And to know that half of them, you know, 95% of them are repeated. There's absolute chaos going on in our mind and we need to tend to our mind every day. We really do. If we're going to be happy, healthy, stable humans, the mind is a crazy place and, and planet Earth is a crazy place. We need to tend to ourselves. It's it's super important. It's probably the most important thing we can do uh, for ourselves and for the greater good of all, really. Yeah, 100%, Sam. So I agree with that. So, yeah, I guess just being becoming more aware of how your morning might look at the moment and noticing if there's any ways in which you can change it. So what can I do to kind of tweak it? What can I do to set myself up for a better day? And what can I do that's more loving for myself in the morning? And I love, you know, just going back to, again, what you said, Sam, stillness, contemplation and movement. If you can get those three things into your morning, whether it's in a five-minute block or a half-an-hour block where, you you know, you might extend out to that, but starting small is essential. And, you know, it's one thing Ash and I talked about. We had musts. We had musts. We had, you know, what we figured that we must do. And it's also in my playbook. Uh, I think it's a month or two, you know, what must I do? So what are my musts? But keep them small. Keep the musts very, very small. And I think it's just such a great way to get yourself started. So that's one routine that you can change and one that is so very important because, as you said, Sam, it's what you set up. It's your foundation for your day. And so you start your day right, you're in for a pretty good chance. Yeah, that's the energy that you're going to carry through the day, you know, and if you've got Mm. up early in the morning and you're straight on your phone or you're straight into the news, you're like, bombarded with mm. the intensity of the outside world mm-hmm. and it's like well is that how is that the energy you want to carry through your day is that what's going to be most supportive for you achieving what you need to achieve in the day and then you realize when you come into this place of stillness like it's this stillness is so sustaining that you know mm. there's so much peace and freedom and and uh, creativity and intuition and all this stuff comes from there so it's um you know it, it's it's your home. You need to connect back with that each and every day and it will set you up and will sustain you. And it's this piece of like, um, you know, better self-awareness around ourselves. you know, like mm-hmm. 
noticing how we feel because when we're aware of how we feel then we make better choices when we make better choices we get better results so it's like this follow-on effect you know starting with self leading to our choices leading to our results it's like it's all part of the same parcel but you have to um you know you have to almost do an audit of your life and just tune in like what are the bits that are serving you what are the bits that aren't and um you know increase the ones that are and start to let go of the ones that aren't in alignment with how you want to move forward one of my coaching people at the moment they'll probably kill me for some reason so but no names obviously but they were saying we we're talking about the morning routine and they're like well my morning routine's good because I just get up in the morning and I bang out the door and I'm I go straight to the gym now that's great like totally get up and go to the gym for sure but can you pull it back to have a bit of that stillness and contemplation before you go and hit the gym and it's really important so what would you say to that Sam for the the gym junkies and the people who just get up straight away and boom out for a run which is still great (laughs) absolutely great what I would say to that is that um you know the gym is like it's an external it's the physical body you know and we're not just a external being and we are a human being we're not a human doing so in the physical way we're in the doing 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 sense so to nourish our spirit our soul our essence at the deepest level we need to be in our being we need to just be not do this is the trick that most people think we're not achieving if we're not doing things if we're not constantly busy well we're you know we're not successful and we're a failure and we're we're not achieving so we're not you know we're, we're not moving forward in life there is a balance of the two so you need to take care of the inner and the outer, all parts of ourself, you know, and a lot of the time, especially, you know, as we grow up, we're not taught to tune into this deeper part of ourselves, this quiet space, because it, you know, it's quite foreign to most of us, but that is our true essence. So we take care of that. And then, as I said, the things on the outside naturally start to take care of themselves. And, you know, it, it can feel unfamiliar if you're not used to this, but when you think about it, how are you to truly know yourself at the deepest level if you can't be with yourself in the silence? How can you know what's right for you if you can't be with yourself? So it's just this balance. It's not like you need to meditate all day, every day. You can if you want. But to know ourselves, to know what's right for ourselves, we need to be in this place of silence with ourselves. And then the messages mm-hmm. come from there. So it's not like ditch the gym and just do this. It's it's both. Life is life is inclusive of all, you know. But you know, this is why I teach meditation and breath work because you know, a lot of us are out of balance because we're too focused on the external. We're too focused on the achieving and the doing, and we've forgotten about the being. So that's why I think, especially in the morning when you wake up, you're coming out of that dream state. So the mind is in the perfect place just to come back into the stillness. The busyness of the day hasn't entered in. The noise of the world hasn't come in yet. It is the perfect right time just to sit and be with yourself, only for five minutes, just see what's there. Uh, the other thing I would I would also say to people that are listening, tune in with your body when you first wake up in the morning and see how it feels. Because if you're waking up and then boom, you're getting hit by adrenaline and suddenly you're feeling a bit tense and anxious and worried about the day ahead, then that is definitely a sign that you need to pull back and just work on what you're telling yourself first thing in the morning. The first thing that enters your mind in the morning, you can choose that. 
So you can choose to say, boom, eyes are open, even if you get that feeling of tenseness, but you can replace it with today's going to be a great day. I love myself. Well done. You know, and start to give yourself some positive affirmations, I guess, to give yourself some positive, uh, to speak to yourself in a more positive way and then take the time, the stillness. And then you can get to worrying about everything else later. That will come in time. It naturally, but this is so it, Danny, it just naturally comes. Like you don't have to look for the next That's course right. or the next whatever or the next book. It just it, yeah. it finds its way to you. And yes. uh, there's so much beauty in that. You don't have to figure everything out. It's just like take the pressure off and just allow the flow of life to move through you. Mm-hmm. And it, it does and it will, you know. Yeah. It doesn't mean that we become, you know, less productive because, you know, I run a, a global um, kids fashion brand as well. Um, so my business life is pretty you know, it can be pretty busy, although I've stepped aside from that from a, a little bit now. But what I found in that, it's not just, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in stillness because I want to be calm. It increased my um, creativity, my productivity, my focus, my ability to relate to my staff and, and people around and my customers and everything. So although it seems like oh, I'm taking this time out for myself, but it can seem on a level to be selfish. When you actually peel it back, when you're at your best, then you're giving your best to anything and everything that you're touching. Mm-hmm. So you can see it's never just a selfish practice. It's something that, you know, the, the work that we do on ourselves is also a gift to the rest of the world because uh, as as we improve ourselves, we improve our everything that we touch. You know, everything's always touching everything. And, um, you know, you get from life not what you want but what you are. Like attracts like. You yeah. get what You don't get what you want, you get what you are. So it's important to be in this energy of what you want to be in life because that is what you're going to attract. Yeah, because if you're putting out that negative energy, you're just getting it, boom, it's going to come straight back back at you. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So if you get up and you start the day stressed out, it's probably what's going to come back to you. You're going to get people being stressed at you. You're going to notice all the, the people driving badly in front of you or cutting you off. You're going to get worked up. And, you know, if you're starting to get, worked up about stuff like people cutting you off or someone you know turning too slowly and you're honking your horn something's not right yeah and I'll just point out something too Danny because I think a lot of people don't actually know this that the brain actually has a negativity bias did you know about this so the brain yeah yeah it's it's wired to look for danger and, Mm -hmm. and fear so it can be why a lot of people do get so easily trapped into this you know negativity because the brain is actually wired that way. So you need to actually be aware, first and foremost, of what are the thoughts that are coming up? Like, oh, is that thought really my thought? Like, do mm-hmm. I really believe that? Is this really true? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you you need to outsmart the brain a little bit because it does take, you know, refocusing all the time when that fear or that negativity bias slips in. Mm-hmm. You need to course correct. So it's this mm-hmm. continual, like, check in with myself. Oh, is that am I really a bad person? And then you're feeling your heart drop down and it's like, uh, no, okay. So, but those repetitive, you know, those negative thoughts pick up momentum. And once you start with one, have you noticed they just keep coming in a flood then? And then it's the next bad thing and the next bad thing. And all of a sudden we're in this cycle of negativity and then that draws it in from the external world as well. So, you know, checking in with yourself throughout the day is so important. Like, how am I feeling? What are the sensations in my body? What's my mind doing right now? And, you know, if it is caught up in that negativity, it's like, okay, I'm just going to stop and breathe for a second and then see where I land. 
and you'll mm. feel like it comes up and it, it falls away but you know it's this course correction this circuit breaking that we need to uh, you know have this self-awareness to to cut that circuitry of uh, negative looping that we get stuck in well and exactly and we had that negative um negativity bias to keep us alive i guess back oh, in the day but it served it? its purpose but yeah. yeah yeah that's right totally and that's why it's so important to have a gratitude practice Absolutely. because we start to override and create new neural pathways so we're not always going to that negative and that's why a gratitude practice is such a beautiful way to start your day just three things Isn't that's so all you simple? can get out you know soon i want to do a challenge with everyone within my challenge i might put it out the podcast too to write down a hundred things you're grateful for <laughs> and see how you don't have to do it every day just as a one-off yeah. because I, who wouldn't come out of that feeling amazing you might so good yeah and that's the thing like tapping into it's not just saying the things that you're grateful for because i was in the, it, it, but feeling into the feeling that that generates mm. like what mm. emotions what feelings arise when you express i'm gratitude you know i'm always gratitude for the sun and the stars and my family and the health of my body and all of that mm. there's this natural uplifting that happens if you tune into that you mm-hmm. feel like the gratitude just uplifts you and that's mm-hmm. enough sometimes to like shift that state, shift us out of that negativity. But yeah, every single day there's just something to be grateful for. And it just, you know, it just puts a big smile on my face. I'm like, mm-hmm. far out life's good. <laughs> it really is. It and really is. It really yeah. is. It just, you know, it can appear challenging at times, but as we know, these challenges are our lessons and we're in the school of life. We're here to learn, you know. Well, particularly coming out of a developing country like like um, Indonesia where you know it's not so easy just to turn on the tap and have clean water and electricity you've got to go and buy credit for your electricity there and if that runs out you're screwed mm-hmm. <laughs> in the middle of the night but you know everyone there is so happy because so they don't fun. have the same the simplicity and that's what we're probably craving but we just overload ourselves with so much shit but that's we probably are, for another podcast yeah we are our worst enemies that's for sure you know we 100 are so another routine that is a great one to change up is when you get home from work or a friday night so having a look at how that looks for you when you get home from work how is it for you when you work when you walk in the door when you greet your children when you greet your partner you know, or if you're on your own, what is it that you do when you get home from work? How do you interact with the people around you? And how do you treat your body? What do you do for yourself? So a lot of people, they, you know, five o'clock and they say, I need to have my glass of red wine. That's my reward for the day. And then people say, do that every day. And then one leads to two and da, 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 da. And some people, they're fine with it, but some people it leads, it becomes a problem. And so, okay, so how can we look at it differently? How can we do our five o'clock differently? And so here's what I would say, Sam, you know, to like perhaps you get home, you talk to your kids, you do something that's a really good interaction with them. Gabor Mate says in the book, Hold On To Your Kids, if you've been away from your kids for a certain amount of time, whether it's sleep or they've watched a movie or they've been at school and you've been at work, uh, have that first 10 minutes of interaction with them, not parenting them. Mm, so in just engage mm. with them. Look, give them eye contact, have a conversation, but do not parent them for at least 10 minutes. And I love that. I bloody love it. Not perfect at it, got to say, <laughs> but I do my best. And it's so great when we do. And then instead of going for the drink, for me, I'd say, you know, perhaps go out for a walk or, you know, perhaps sit down and make a nice cup of tea. What are some different ways you would say for people to change up that evening routine, Sam? 
yeah it's definitely about mixing it up for sure because it, mm. that, it's all just habit you know it's it's all habit so I personally I like like I read a lot um depending on the mood that I'm in sometimes I go and have a bath I take my book and then I'll do dinner afterwards um music for me actually do you know what I've yes. been creating so many playlists lately and from yep. jazz to oh some pretty interesting stuff actually which I love so sometimes I've just put on some music and I'm just having a bit of a boogie around the house with the kids or Mm -hmm. you know just I don't know I light incense and I kind of do my little rituals around the house and light the candles and I create the space to be supportive of of how I want to feel as well Mm. and that's super important you know creating this beauty around you that uplifts you as well and it's like nourishing to the soul you know yesterday I planted about 30 marigolds I bought some pots Mm. and I just creating this beauty because I think that that supports us also so I've got my my candles and my incense and my my music going and my lights are down and I just create this yummiest feeling and like yeah last night after I cooked I did some yoga and then I gave my son a facial which was beautiful and a little (laughs) he loved it but yeah it's just it's just those ways of connecting and it's like how can I just feel as yummy and as good and what's going to feed me and it's just yeah, creating that space, you know, creating your home to be this like sanctuary that just feeds you. So you don't need other things or people or whatever. You just, you're in your space and it feels amazing. And that's supportive. I love that. And I love that for the morning as well. I was actually going to say that early with the morning, um, I get up straight away and I put an oil burner on once I've done my meditation and a bit of stretching and when I go down, put the kettle on, I put the oil burner on and I love beautiful smells. I love beautiful smells. And so I'm always down at Mullum Herbals buying heaps of different essential oils and I put them on or I might light an incense. Usually I do oils in the morning and incense later. But music, like I put on a beautiful yoga beats playlist usually in the morning. Yeah. And then same thing in the afternoon. Music is one of the best circuit breakers. You know, if you're feeling tense, put some music on, whether it's that you go and have a boogie, I would probably suggest Elton. (laughs) 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 But, you know, even, you know, some cool grooves, whatever makes you happy and, you know, all relaxed. So put some music on, like a lot of, you know, a lot of people don't even listen to music anymore. No, gosh, I am like, I love all music and you would crack up at this. Like I've got, I came out of my practice yesterday, two hours of deep, deep practice. And I came out and I put on, um, his name Snoop Dogg and I was like gangster mama in the house like it was like from spiritual mama to gangster mama and I'm just smiling at the boys I'm like life is all life is inclusive of all things the gangster mama and the spiritual mama um and that's back up but it's just like have fun be light with yourself like have a dance shake it up just don't take things so seriously but just 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 like what is going to light you up from the inside you know and do that go for a run go for a swim whatever it is but yeah Mm -hmm. music is just like "Mm, yum medicine yeah absolutely I just love it and I think the more the more we listen the more we tune in and share playlists and all the rest of it you know I'd love to actually hear some of your playlists Sam so many it's actually one of my things that I spend a lot of time doing is um because you know for the retreats and also for my home my home is my sanctuary and I always have music on here whether it's Indian vibes or gangster or whatever like I, I have every genre and uh, I have to say I, I actually think I'm pretty good at my playlist <laughs> I'll take your Indian vibes you can keep your gangster mama <laughs> yeah <laughs> I've actually got a hip-hop playlist which is pretty good hip-hop from the 90s 
<laughs> if I put any like any hip hop on and start dancing to it, Sunny just rolls her eyes at me. She's like, "Oh, you're so embarrassing." You know, she's really grossed out by it. But oh, I love a bit of funny. Lionel Richie. You know, oh, yes, I've been playing Lionel Richie lately. Love it. Love, 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 love it all. So yeah, just definitely what feels mm. good. Like listen to your soul. Like what is your soul asking for? What is it craving for? Like get quiet mm. and feel in your body. Does it want to move? Does it want to walk? Does it want to shake? You know, and and know that when, um, you know, this is what I teach in the practices too, when you're shaking, you're releasing energy out of the body. So if you see, um, like, you know, when you see two ducks fighting in a pond and they go up and they have their little fight, they swim off and then they do this little shaky thing. Have you seen mm-hmm. that? They ruffle their feathers. Mm-hmm. So shaking and moving the body is a way to move this energy through the system. So if you've got pent up energy, you know, that's that's building and you you, you feel like you want to be craving for something, have a shake, like shake your mm. hands, shake your legs, put the music on and shake the, move the energy through the body and you'll be amazed. Like that, that physical release, that energetic release is uh, so deeply powerful. Yeah. You need to do it more. Yep. So you don't need to drink, you don't need to stuff your face with chocolate. You know, you can just try and do some other things. So try and do things differently. Shake it up a bit, yeah. change the routine change your life like everything changes as same as a friday night if you're used to friday night drinks with your friends change it up go to a like an, a yoga class friday night yoga or do an online yoga class or book sam brown for a private session for breath work <laughs> <laughs> with your friends i just threw you in the deep end there sam yeah um, do stuff like that when i was in awkward i went to different classes every day at night yeah. in the mornings just just beautiful find what's out in your community like there's so much yummy stuff out in our communities now and support the people that are around you that are doing amazing things and get out of your comfort zone learn new things you know you're you're a human having this experience we're here to learn and grow so you know find that thing that you've always wanted to try whether it be dancing I did that for a little while salsa dancing wasn't very good at it but you know Mm -hmm. find that thing like what is it and then go and do a course or just you know learn new learn new skills hobbies whatever it is yep do something different, challenge yourself, but just change the routine and add in good stuff. So notice what's not good and try and remove that and replace it with something really good, really positive, something that's going to feed your soul, like you said, Sam, and see how life changes for you because I'm, I guarantee it will. It absolutely, absolutely, it can't not. Seven days of mornings of just 20 minutes every day and you will notice and feel a change. You'll The things will be you feel calmer, you feel clearer. The things that used to trigger you all of a sudden are not triggering you as much. And you'll see that's the that's the moment. That's the gold right there. They're the signs yeah. that the um the practice and, and what you're doing. And remember too that you, you know, if you're not setting your self-conscious habits, life will give you unconscious habits. You'll be just taking in and absorbing, you know, what's happening around you. Unconsciously, you've got habits happening all the time. So it takes for you to get really aware and to make clear choices about how you want to feel and how you want to show up and what feels good to you and remember what feels good to you isn't what feels good to everyone else and and owning that you know Mm -hmm, this is about your journey your your life you know yeah yeah. life is a gift yeah and like you said those unconscious patterns that we start to develop um and before you know it we've got these fully fledged habits all of a sudden that have kind of really sunk in and then we can't change them so my good friend Lissy Turner, who's been on this podcast, she's got a great program that she has called Dissolving Patterns, which is all about, you know, and it's not just alcohol, but it's all sorts of things. It could be Netflix or negative thinking or, you know, and it's all about really noticing and breaking down and changing those patterns in your life, those ones that don't serve us. And we can create new patterns for ourselves. 
And um, it's so important. So in, in changing that morning up. So next week, Sam, on Monday. So obviously for people that are listening now, but for people that are listening in the future, you've always got programs running. But for the people that are listening as this comes out, you've got a new breathwork program starting on Monday, the 12th of September. Monday, 12th of September. I'm going to be there. And what can we expect from this one? I know last one was a lot of the big deep breaths and some breath holds and all the rest of it. What can we expect for this this, uh, next seven-day breathwork course? The next one is, uh, so last time was somatic breathwork. So we just did that every day. Now we're heading into the journey within. Um, it's just, a, mm. you know, based on experiences that I had in Bali. And I just really realized that the only suffering that we have is the distance that we've traveled from our own heart. So mm. that's what this is all about, is taking the journey back within and connecting back with our heart, because so many of us have become so disconnected. And that's where the pain and suffering lies when we're disconnected wow. from ourselves. So wow. Himalayan breath work, lots of different techniques, um, Kriya, meditation. It's going to be a really deep dive into, you know, discussing the topics around, you know, what's taken us from, you know, this heart space and, and what's blocked us from accessing it and how do we open back into that space living from love and not from fear. Well, that so, sounds amazing. Yeah, it's going to Cannot. be a good one. Great. I can't wait to join that. And is is that open, you know, for people that have never done breath work before? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, anyone can join. It's it's, you know, there's a lot of people that are in there already that have been, you know, for their fourth, fifth, sixth rounds. Um, every journey is always different. And, you know, I always give a lot of explanation on the techniques. You also get the recordings. So at, if at any time you want to go back over and review, you can. Um, but it's, you know, and it's an experiential experience. So you're in there for the experience and uh, pretty much all you have to do is show up and uh, see how you feel. I love it. I've been missing it. So I'm really looking forward to, to jumping in on that. So if anyone's interested in that, I'll put links in the show notes or you can go to Sam's Insta page or her website at The Soulful Lifestyle is the Insta and their website is thesoulfullifestyle.com.au. Perfect, yes. Yeah, great. Look at me go. I'm like a Sam Brown <laughs> PR person. <laughs> and obviously, you know, I'm not getting kickbacks for this, uh, but you know, I just think it's so beneficial. You know, it's so great. And anything that I can share out into the community that I feel will help people, it's also accessible for people. It's not crazy expensive. It's like $105, isn't it, Sam, for the seven yeah. days? I think I still feel that's doable for a lot of people. And um, yeah, and I just, anything that's, that I hear is great. I think, yeah, going to, you know, I think it's a good thing to share. And of course you're amazing. So of course it's going to be amazing. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. And if anyone's got any questions about that, feel free to hit Sam up um, as well, because I'm sure you'll be happy to answer any questions. So it's a great way to change your routine. Um, And there's lots of ways. It's a great start. There's lots of ways in which you can change your routine. So just feel into what's not serving you at the moment in your routine. Give that the flick, give it the old heave-ho, kick it in the butt, move it along and see if you can replace it with something else. And it doesn't have to be huge. Start small, start very, very small and and see how you go from there and, yeah, and see how life changes for you. Let us know. We want to hear about it. 
Yeah. And that's a good thing about the uh, breathwork journey. It's only 30 minutes. So it's mm. uh, me on Zoom from 6.15 to 6.45, just 30 minutes. So it, it truly is a, a great gift that you can give yourself. And 100% yeah. you'll you'll feel and notice the changes within yourself uh, within that time. So uh, yeah, if you feel absolutely. the calling, I'd love you to join. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much, Sam Brown. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And thank you for the great feedback you've been sending us on the talks and um, we've been really loving receiving those those um, that feedback and those messages from people. So thank you so much. If you are, I don't often do this, but I'm just going to ask people, if you are enjoying this podcast, if you're getting something out of it, give us a rate, subscribe, rate and review. Review the, the, the podcast because the more you do that, the more people it, go, it goes out to and um, I think the, yeah, just spread the word. Share um, the love share the love if you want if you're feeling it i don't like to be too pushy about that stuff but yeah thank you sam brown thanks see you gorgeous next- danny see you soon see you next week mate bye how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.